This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of A Dopamine Kick. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not poor sleeping habits are affecting your mood. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the podcast. That way you can keep up to date with any new episodes that we release. And we've got a great app for you to try this week uh, for our little kicker. So make sure you stick around to the end to hear all about that. And before we get started, there's just time to have a quick catch up on our 100 day challenge. Sparky, how are you getting on? So it's been going really, really well, actually. My dog has had all of his vaccinations now, so I've been getting out a little bit more and walking with him too, which has been really, really fun. So I'm definitely keeping up with it, but it's just going to be a little bit of an update this week. We'll delve more into it uh, a little bit more next week. But how about yourself, Shell? Have you still been managing to drink all of your water? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I haven't dropped a day. Uh, still finding it a bit challenging on some days, but then other days it's really easy. Um, it's, it's definitely something that I still have to consciously think about. It doesn't come naturally to me. I don't get to the end of my water bottle and I'm like, oh, I don't even remember drinking, but I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> well, at least we've both been keeping up with our challenge, haven't we? And we haven't faltered on our 100 days yet. So that's a bonus. <laughs> and for anybody who is listening, if you are doing the 100 day challenge, uh, I hope you're doing really well on and you're well on your way to completing your 100 days and you haven't given up just yet. And we also want to know how you are finding it. So get in touch with us at a dopamine kick. Our socials are all listed in the show notes below and we'd love to hear from you and hear how you're doing. So last week we discussed sleep hygiene and how your day habits can have a direct impact on the quality of your sleep and this week we're going to build on that and discuss how your nighttime habits can also be affecting your sleep patterns. So hopefully there's a few things in this episode that you won't really have thought about and then there may be some that are really obvious and some things you might be thinking oh really that's affecting my quality of sleep at night I did I didn't actually know that but before we get into those we're going to get into the science section because Shell has got another great study for you this week, haven't you, Shell? So I really like this study. So it's done in a hospital and they wanted to see whether or not sleep hygiene could improve patients' sleeping quality in the hospital. So um, they did things like they asked whether or not the patients would like the shade closed or the lights turned off. Um, They provided them with a sleep package that had an eye mask, earplugs, lavender scent pad and non-caffeinated tea. Um, They played relaxing music at bedtime and they put up signs everywhere promoting the importance of quietness at night in in the ward. And actually what they found is it was associated with a modest improvement in patients' perceived sleep. So I'll be completely honest here, it was only associated with a modest improvement. But I thought in a hospital setting, that was still fairly significant because I think back to, to, you know, any time that I or any of my friends and family have been in hospital it, that's that's a really stressful, nerve-wracking time. So I think even a, a slight improvement in your sleep quality, probably in a, a relaxing home environment, 
that's going to amplify to a much bigger deal. That is definitely true because in a hospital setting, you get people screaming in the background, you get gurgling noises like ah, and all those noises and you definitely can't relax that great in a hospital. So like you just said, it's going to be it's going to be amplified at home and it sounds absolutely amazing, doesn't it? Like we were just talking about their relaxing music, eye masks, lavender scents. I mean, bloody hell, I think I think I'd sleep in five minutes if that was me. Sounds like a spa. It does. It sounds like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it really no pun does. intended. <laughs> no, no pun intended. So, how do we implement sleep hygiene, and how can it affect your nighttime routines? So, the first thing that you need to do, and Sparky, I know that you're not going to be a fan of this already. I can just feel your disapproving waves through the microphone. Oh no! <laughs> but the first thing to do is to fix your bedtime and wake up. Um, and this is really important for controlling your circadian rhythms. So it doesn't matter so much what those times are as long as they're consistent. So for example, if you get up at 6am every day for work, Monday to Friday, and then you sleep till nine on the weekends, you're pushing that rhythm off. Um, and it, what it actually does in your body is it sets off a similar shift in your rhythm to jet lag. Um, and that's the reason, or one of the reasons that Monday just hits like an absolute ton of bricks <laughs> because you all of a sudden go back to getting up at 6am when your body has shifted to getting up at nine. That is so true. Like you have the weekend and, you know, you, you go out and you're a bit like, oh, I can go a bit crazy. And then you're back on Monday morning. And it's like, oh, I'm back to this routine again. So although it's difficult to set yourself a bedtime on the weekend, it's actually really good to do that. I mean, it's it's a lot easier for me and you, Shell, because we're a lot older now and we don't really we don't really go we don't really go out on a <laughs> Saturday really nights anymore we're not that old <laughs> well you know what I mean like we don't go out very often but when Shell does go out it's, it's a big thing I mean even I hear about it so I know, so I know it's not that often <laughs> Keeping yourself in that routine is essential for helping with a good quality night's sleep. And that ties in really nicely with the next point, which is looking at your wind down. So this will be slightly different for everyone. But but what we're talking about here is your 30 to 60 minutes before bedtime. And during this time, it's probably best to keep your bedtime routine as consistent as you can. Yeah. So, you know, for example, if you brush your teeth and stretch for 30 minutes before bed every night, as soon as you start that routine, your brain is preparing to sleep. Another important thing is no electronics in the wind down. Um, so electronic devices, so TV, phones, laptops, um, they stimulate your brain, but also the blue lights that they emit can interfere with melatonin production. And that's essential for a quality night's sleep. So no electronics, um, at least 30 minutes before bed. Yeah, and that that's a really difficult one sometimes, isn't it? Because I know I get into bed and the first thing that I want to do is just go on my phone and check notifications and mindlessly scroll for a bit. But but that can be one of the reasons why you are being kept awake for that for, for so much longer. That That is a difficult one. I, I agree with you. That is really difficult. And that's something that I really struggle with. Like, I'm, it's so easy to get into that habit of the last thing you do at night is scroll on your phone. And then the first thing you do in the morning when your alarm goes off is scroll on your phone. Scrolling, scrolling on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> so a while back, Jamie and I um, started doing a no phones in the bedroom. So we just both leave them out charging on the landing. Wow. We both we both really liked it. I don't know why we fell out of the habit. I think it was um, when my daughter was born. 
um, because we were up a lot more in the night and with like night feeding and stuff, it was just not an option not to have my phone because <laughs> when you're sitting awake for 45 minutes in the middle of the night, you need some distraction. Um, so I think we just sort of fell out of the habit, but that's something that I might look at again because we both agreed that it was really beneficial. Well, that could be something that you actually implement into your no technology challenge uh, that, you know, the one that you're doing, that uh, digital yeah, detox. Yeah, I still haven't set a date for that. But yeah, that well, I, I suppose I'd, I'd have to. Oh, I'm going to keep reminding you. Don't worry. <laughs> you tried to get me to do this challenge. So I'm going to make sure that you do it. Don't worry. I will do it. I'm excited to do it. It's just setting up the logistics of when to do it. Well, it, it's been weeks now, Shal, and I don't see any logistics in place. <laughs> Do you know what I might do actually? I've just had a I've just had a really good idea. Um at the end of the month I'm going on holiday. Um and I'm going with um with 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 Jamie and my daughter, but also with my sister and her family as well. So actually there probably isn't any need for me to have a phone. Like anybody Yeah. Because that... everyone's gonna be there. Yeah, like enough people I'm gonna be with enough adults that should anybody important need to contact me, they would contact one of them. That's the perfect time to do it then. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it on one of the days I'm on holiday. Perfect. I knew I'd be able to slip that in there and get you to do it. <laughs> it's all about guilt, remember? <laughs> Accountability partners and all that. I'm just going to have to keep asking you about you peer it. Peer pressure me. Peer pressure me into success. <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep asking. <laughs> no, I will. I'll do it. It's not till the end of the month. So you're, you're in for a bit of a wait, I'm afraid. It's four weeks. Um, but I will do it then. I like that idea a lot. Okay, okay. Well, well I'll bring it back up in four weeks and, and we'll see. <laughs> okay, see where I am. <laughs> yeah. So the final thing that we've got in your wind down is to uh, keep your lights dim so again bright lights will affect your melatonin production um, so you want to if you can have like side lights and things on rather than the main light if you do like to leave a light on I mean I personally don't sleep with the lights on I prefer to sleep when it's pitch black but you can get a glow from like a little night light or a salt lamp or something like that and that can be a really good idea so it's it the light's not strong so it's relaxing and it's calming too so that can have the same effect on your falling asleep as having the lights off so the next thing that we've got for you is to evaluate your bedroom so there's a couple of different things that uh, you can do here some of them are fairly budget friendly some of them uh, may not be so you want your bedroom to be at a cool yet comfortable temperature so around 65 degrees fahrenheit or 18 degrees centigrade whichever one you use so a little bit cooler than maybe you would be comfortable during the day you want to block out any light ideally block out any noise or use something like white noise to cover um, if you've got I don't know say noisy neighbors that, that you you can't you can't silence um, <laughs> then you want to use something like white noise to cover it comfortable mattress and pillow that's the one that's maybe a bit difficult for people that can be quite expensive to replace your mattress so if you're on a budget and you've got an uncomfy mattress that may not be an option to you right away but that's definitely a long-term goal that you should be looking at so your bed should be a comfortable place that you want to go to um comfy bedding so again cool breathable something like cotton is ideal um, comfortable pajamas and then the final thing with that is calming scents like lavender on your pillow can also help but I'd say that's really sort of the icing on the cake the others are are much more important 
The next one is to practice and test methods of relaxation. So again, this is going to be totally different for everyone. It's going to be individual to you. So maybe you like listening to music or maybe that's what helps you unwind. I like to put meditation music on. Sometimes I'll even listen to things like wow noises or seals or the sound of a thunderstorm or rain. And things like that can be really relaxing. And I find that they really work for me. Um, I also like to have a shower sometimes before bed because getting into a nice bed, nice and clean, getting into a cozy bed helps me to fall asleep so what do you do when you listen to your whale noises this really intrigues me like do you just have it on in the background while you do other stuff or do you do you literally sit there with like the whale noises in the background and do you have your eyes open or closed? Well, I mean, I'm in bed, so um, I'll actually get into bed. It's not like I sit there, shall I? I actually <laughs> lie down. <laughs> this, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not judging. This is just a really alien concept to me. What, what do you mean it's alien? I struggle with relaxing. <laughs> well, well, I mean, what I do is I'll, I'll go to bed and I'll be in bed, yeah. yeah. So I'll be lying down in bed and then I'll just put on like yeah. either a meditation track or like I said, the sound of a thunderstorm, for example. And there's loads of different ones like there's so many different sounds that I like sometimes there'll be a jungle the sounds of the birds in the jungle and you can hear, hear like all rain and and stuff like that and then I'll, I'll just go to sleep and then what happens does the app automatically shut off or do you have to turn it off when you feel ready well I mean I don't particularly tend to use an app mainly because I change my mind like all the time and I can't decide on what I want to listen to so I'll just put something on like on Spotify or something and, and leave it running all night. All night, yeah. God, I think Jamie would murder me if I tried no, to do that. No, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing in the face. <laughs> okay. I'm just laughing. Shocked all night. <laughs> and Jamie murdering you. <laughs> so, like, three in the morning, there's, like, the Amazon rainforest coming from your bedroom or, like, whale song. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's not a sound that keeps you awake. Like, it wouldn't wake anybody up. Does that make sense? Like, the sound wouldn't wake anybody up. It, it's so calming. It's it's almost like silence. I can't I can't explain it. The calming sounds sort of put you to sleep. So you know when so so the best way to explain it is like you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's silent. Okay. And you tend to just go back to sleep. You don't think, oh, well, there's no sound, so it's keeping me awake. It's sort of the same thing. You wake up and the music is on and you're just like, oh, yeah. I'll just go back to sleep with that with that sound on like like normal. Ah, oh, see, I haven't found that. So I've never used uh, whale songs or um, rainforest. But we did, use, we did use white noise when my daughter was like baby, baby, um, because it helped her to sleep. But... Oh, I found it so annoying. It was all right initially when you're first trying to get to sleep in the, uh, you know, the first part of the night. But when you wake up at 3am and it's, oh, just, just gave me a headache. (laughs) Well, I think you just need to listen to some well song then. Okay. All right. (laughs) The final thing that we've got for you is to not toss and turn. So if you find that you can't sleep, don't toss and turn for more than about 20 minutes. If you still can't sleep, you need to get up 
stretch, read, do something else relaxing, maybe listen to whale song until you feel sleepy. Um, And this allows your brain to keep the connection of being in bed and being asleep. So that's it. We hope that some of these are really useful for you. If you can get in contact with us and let us know what you think, we'd love to know what sort of things you do to relax and get a good quality night's sleep. It would be great if you could get in touch and let us know. As I said, we'd love to hear them. We'd love to hear your suggestions because maybe we could implement them ourselves too. So we've just got time now for our little kicker. Um, and our little kicker this week is an app. So the app is called My Noise. So that's small M Y capital N O I S E. It's a free white noise app. It's free on iOS and Android. Um, there are uh, paid sounds in there that you you can purchase if you want to. They're they're all reasonably cheap, but the white noise part is free. Um, also does pink and brown noise as well. And you can customize the settings as to what sounds sort of best to your ear. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a white noise app, that is uh, the one I would recommend. I also on occasion listen to an app which is called Calm, which is uh, to help you get to sleep. The tagline is that it helps you fall asleep in minutes. The app does play different sounds as well. So if you're looking for an alternative to white noise, I would definitely highly recommend using Calm. It's also free and you can get a paid subscription on it too if you like it. But you do get free sounds on there as well that you can choose from and you can choose from a mixture of different sounds and meditations. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.